What's up, guys? This is Ed Guadalupe with the River of Hope blog. Trying to send out a word of hope to the nation right now that um, it's going through the COVID-19 crisis. And in this crisis, a lot of people are questioning, you know, where is God in all of this? And and a lot of people, some people wonder if, uh, you know, the, if healing has passed over, divine healing is um, uh, done with, you know, and it's not is totally alive and well today because God is alive and well today. And today I want to share with you uh, how the Old Testament healing was provided for the saints, people, uh, the people of God. It was a covenant of healing that God initiated all the way back in the Old Testament. Now, many people know that in, in the New Testament, Jesus healed the sick. And, um, and as if you heard my other broadcast um, on healing provision in, through the cross, the Bible says that Jesus bore our sickness and carried our diseases. And it says in Isaiah 53 that he was wounded for our transgression, bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him, and with his stripes we are healed. Okay, so that, that shows that exactly the same place where Christ bore our sins on the cross... He also bore our sickness. Okay, and the same faith that we have to receive salvation is the same faith that we need to receive healing. Because it was provided for in the same place. But some people don't uh, don't understand that 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 has always been on the heart of God to provide for his children, you know, and uh Jesus uh, introduced the concept of our father calling God our F heavenly father and many people um, don't understand that and um, and he was trying to help us see God as a father who longs to be with his children who longs for fellowship with his children who longs to bless his children you know and we can see that in the Old Testament that started way back in the Garden of Eden with the, when God created Adam the Bible says that he blessed them. He blessed them. You know, the first thing God did was bl he blessed Adam. Amen. And he brought, before he even introduced Adam into the environment, God perfectly set up the world. He's, he created the earth, the sun, the moon, the stars, the, the, the waters, the animals, the trees, the, 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 the fruit that would come from the earth. God set up everything so that when Adam came on the scene, he was totally provided for. That was God's heart before the fall of man. And I'm, I just want you to know that that is still God's heart for you. God wants you to walk in the blessing. That's why he said in the Lord's prayer, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Because God simply, uh, uh, translated created man on the earth but he was supposed to continue in the same pattern after heaven and that's what heaven is amen and we have to pray for god's kingdom to come and as god's kingdom as i um i, I previously mentioned uh, on another broadcast about the kingdom of god the kingdom of god is god's is is the king's dominion the, the word can be broken up into <laughs> two words kingdom kingdom God, the king's dominion, 
his domain, where he reigns, where he draws the line. So we know that God's earthly kingdom right now is not in Jerusalem. Okay, it's not in a certain place. It is in a people. It is in the Christian. And that's why Jesus said the kingdom of God is within you. You carry the kingdom with you. You carry the king's domain in you. So wherever you go, God, God reigns. But we have to connect to that. We have to believe that. We have to enforce that. That's why the Bible also said that the kingdom of God suffers violence, but the violent take it by force. The enemy is always fighting the kingdom. Amen. But that's a, that's a whole nother broadcast that, that I'm doing. Okay. So, um, <laughs> so for now, we just know that God's king, kingdom would be extended on the earth. And that's why Jesus came to restore the kingdom of God. He did not come to establish his earthly kingdom. His earthly kingdom will, will be established way later. Amen. At the end of days. Amen. So, so what, what are we, what are we seeing here? We're seeing that God has always wanted to bless his people. And you know, it's like, um, uh, someone once said, I, I forgot, uh, the, the quote exactly, but basically that the richest person on the earth is nothing if he doesn't have his health. Amen. So we know it's very logical that if you're not healthy, you can, you cannot be blessed. You cannot really enjoy your blessings because um, sickness does nothing but hinder you. It does nothing but stop you from enjoying God's all of God's blessings. You could be the richest person in the world, but if you can't get out of bed in the morning, okay, or if you get out of bed and your knees don't work, or you or you're you're suffering arthritis, or there's a cancer inside of your body killing you, uh, you know, all that money, what's what's it what is it good for? Okay, and people have constantly tried to throw money at problems, and they find that money does not answer all things. Okay, so we learn through the word that God had provided healing even from the Old Testament. So first we see in, in um, Adam and Eve the blessing, right? The blessing, every all provision, everything God provided before they even stepped foot on the earth. Before God formed them from the dust of the earth, amen, and, and breathed life into them. You know, they, 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 they already had everything. <laughs> and that's the way God is. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Man, that's something to shout about. Praise the Lord. Amen. So that's the way God wants to bless his people. You know, and then further on down the line, we see that um, when there was a people uh, that, that, uh, that um, Abraham and his wife had visited a city and the king wanted to touch uh, Sarah, his wife. Uh, God cursed the people that the, the women could not give birth and they were there was none of them getting pregnant. OK, because of a judgment of God, because the, the king had taken um, Abraham's wife. Amen. And uh, and then then uh, uh, the Lord appeared to this king in a dream and told him, you're. You, this curse is upon you because you have taken the wife of, of Abraham. Amen. And, and, and God told him in the dream, you need to get Abraham to pray for you. And that's what Abraham did. And he prayed for all those people. You know, the king told him, why did you do this wrong to me? Saying that your wife was your sister. Why did you do that? You know, um, if I would have known, I would have done it. Well, that's probably not true. But anyway, <laughs> praise the Lord. Amen. So, uh, amen. So he prayed and they were all healed. There was the first mass healing. <laughs> okay. 
Amen. Again, by a servant of God. Amen. So, you know, and, and we see that um, we see that throughout Scripture. Amen. Uh, and in the Old Testament, there's many examples of healing. And uh, and God establishes himself with his people. God defines himself by his names. OK. And he told Abraham on uh, Mount Moriah, I am Jehovah Jireh. The Lord, your provider. Right. Um, and another place he told him, I am El Shaddai, which means the God that is more than enough. Amen. The God that always provides. Praise the Lord. Amen. But but um, but in Exodus 15, God establishes to his people another covenant name of his and his covenant name that he revealed there in Exodus 15, verse 26. Was that he is the Lord. He said, I am the Lord that heals thee. Amen. And, and actually in the Hebrew it says, I am Jehovah Rapha. Okay. Which, which Rapha means healer. Okay. The Lord, your healer. He is the Lord, your healer. Okay. And, and uh, the names of God reveal the character of God. That is how God is defined. That's how God defines himself. He defined himself to us for us so we can appropriate those covenant names of his and understand who he is that who he is is not reflected by what we see okay and that's the problem that a lot of people have when it comes to healing they they judge by what they see they see a pastor get sick or they see a, a family member get sick and they pray for them and they don't get healed and they say well that means that that god's not healing anymore no that doesn't mean that okay god is God. He is the I am, not the I was. He's never the I was. Matter of fact, he said, I'm the alpha and the omega. <laughs> I'm the beginning and the end, you know, and all everything in between. There's nothing that supersedes the power of God and his covenant and who he is and who he is to his people. He said, I am. And he told his people, I am the Lord that heals you. He told, he told the people of Israel after that God pulled Egypt, pulled the people of Israel out of Egypt. He told them, I am the Lord that heals you. None of these curses that I put upon them, am I going to put upon you? Yeah, I'm the Lord that heals you. Amen. So that is what God is saying today. And he still said it. And before he even got to the cross, God was declaring, I am your healer. Amen. And there was many people that had taken advantage of that. And one of the first uh, people was the people of Israel as a whole. The Bible says in, in Psalm 105, verse 37, Psalms 105, verse 37, that there was that they that they came through the desert. He brought his people through the desert and there was none feeble amongst them. Another version said that there was none sick amongst them. Do, can you imagine for 40 years? There was nobody sick in the in the camp of Israel. The only person, the people that got sick were the people that received judgment. Amen. Praise the Lord. Because they had done something wrong. Amen. But the people of God, there they was none feeble amongst them. And even their clothes did not wear out. Oh my God. It was a that was a divine miracle. Amen. So there's so many miracles in the in the Old Testament talking about healing. I mean, that's a mass healing. A mass protection. That's why we can believe God to protect us. And not just us, our family. Not just our family, our city. Not just our city, our nation. You know, we got to believe God. Why is God not doing that today? Because people do not believe. People do not apply their faith. 
and say, you know, I choose to believe God. Amen. So that's why, you know, I'm, I'm making these broadcasts so people could understand, you know, this is for you. It's right in front of you, but you got to believe for it. Okay. So first we have to establish that healing was in the Old Testament. This is nothing new. This is not uh, something God introduced in the time of Christ. No, there was people being healed before. Amen. And I can go on and on about how Elijah, the prophet Elijah, healed the, the woman Amen. Uh, that that her uh, not the woman, the the son of the woman, okay, that that had died, and and Elijah brought him back to life. Elijah prayed, sprawled himself upon the child, okay, well actually the young man, okay, and prayed, and the child came back to life, okay. Amen. So there's various various um uh, healings. Amen. Uh, then we know the prophet Elisha, um. He had, um, he had ministered to Naaman, right? The story of Naaman in Second Kings, right? Okay, Naaman was also a man for sick with leprosy. Amen. So it's funny because the the Bible it says in the book of James. Okay, was there was there not many um, sick in the time of Elijah that had leprosy? So why is it that only Naaman was healed? Okay. And then, um, and, uh, no, actually, I'm sorry. That, that's in, <laughs> that's in a, uh, that's in, I believe it's in the, the four gospels where Jesus said that, you know? Yeah. So, um, so Jesus, Jesus said it himself. Jesus said it himself. You know, it's, it said, weren't there a lot of, of, of people that needed sick, but what happened? Why were they not healed? Why were they not healed? Because they didn't reach out rabbit. There were many sick in Israel, okay, when Jesus was ministering. Okay, and not everyone received healing. And Jesus said it. It was because of your unbelief. Why didn't this work in your life? Why didn't this happen for you? Because of your unbelief. If you would have if you would have believed God, this would have worked for you. But it didn't work for you. That's what Jesus was basically saying. And that's what he's trying to tell us today. Why did they work in the Old Testament? Because they believed God. They didn't even have the covenant of the cross. And they believed God. Excuse me. I'm sorry. And they were able to receive healing. Amen. And the king has another story. And the king of Hezekiah that was in sick in bed. Amen. And he turned his head to the wall and he said, oh, God, that you would extend my life. And I promise I'll praise you. I'll live for you. And and, and God told him, if I extend your life, it's going to be another rough uh, uh, 10, 10 rough years. But because he cried out to God, God answered his petition. God told him, you're not supposed to stay. <laughs> you're not supposed to stay alive. You, you're supposed to pass on already. And because of his prayer, because he, he insisted, amen, God healed, God healed him and extended his life another 10 years. Amen. So it, can God do that for you today? Absolutely. Can God do that in your body? Absolutely. Can God extend your life? Absolutely. Amen. Surely goodness and, and mercy will follow me all the days of my life. That's what Psalms 23 says, right? Amen. And um, Psalm 91, 
He said, with long life will he satisfy us. Okay, so there's so many, so many things in the Bible. Man, especially in the Old Testament, talking about healing. Psalms 107, verse 20, he says he sent his word and healed us. Amen. And in Psalms, in the Psalms, he was referring, amen, that he had sent the word, his word, his, his covenant promise, the word that he doesn't break and healed them. Amen. And we know that the word became personified in Christ. So we could also say that Jesus, he sent his son, Jesus, and healed us. Praise the Lord. Amen. So, amen. You know, it, it's all over the Old Testament. It's all over. Amen. Um, I'm just doing a short um, broadcast here just to um, get you like, um, um, I'll give you a preview of my book that I'm working on, um, Healing in the Old in the old covenant amen in the old testament it's all over there amen and um and it's a blessing for you it's a blessing for you to receive and to know that god wants you well god wants you healed even before back and 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 jesus referred to that time he said there was many many sick in the time of of naaman yet naaman was the only leper healed why amen because he believed at first he was reluctant Amen. When the prophet told him, go dip seven times in the in the Jordan River. Amen. But but uh, you know, if somebody told him, hey, if he had asked you to do something more difficult, wouldn't have you done it? Would wouldn't ha have you done it? You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> praise the Lord, man. So it, it God is an awesome God. Amen. He wants you well. Amen. And I and it's and healing is not a new thing. Amen. It's not a New Testament thing. It's not a times of Jesus thing. It is a it is the, reflects the character and nature of God to bless his people, to see his people healed, well and healthy. If you're not there, amen, uh, we're going to get into uh, some other topics and things so you can get there. Amen. Um, and, and one of the things you need is a foundation. You need a foundation for your faith. Amen. And you have to have that foundation knowing that in the Old Testament, there's a lot of places where it talks about healing. And it said, it defines God as Jehovah Rapha. Amen. He promised healing. He said healing was one of our benefits in Psalms 103. Amen. That I spoke about in the last broadcast. Amen. Uh, so it's all over. It's all, it's all over the Bible. If you pulled out every healing scripture in the Bible, you'd have, you'd have one third of the Bible. I mean... <laughs> I mean, that's a bit of an exaggeration, but you'd have a lot of the Bible missing because there's so many stories in there about healing. So let's take those stories, use them as encouragement, apply our faith and believe God for our healing. So right now, I want you to place your hand wherever you're sick. You know, I, I, I'm doing this on every broadcast because you got to activate your faith. Faith cannot be just in your head. It got to be in your heart. And once it's in your heart, it'll turn into action. So you got to act on your faith. Amen. So act on your faith right now. Put your hand wherever you're sick. If you get suffer from constant headaches and migraines, we rebuke migraines in the name of Jesus. If you have suffer from blood pressure, put your hand on your heart. Amen. That God will open all of your arteries. Amen. And cause that blood to flow freely in the name of Jesus. If you have digestive issues, put your hand on your stomach. If you have diabetes, put your hand over your pancreas, which is right on the top part of your stomach. Okay. You know, if you're suffering from arthritis, Pain in your knees. Put your hand on your knees right now, and 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 just say, just, just say, Father, you are the Lord that heals me. You are the Lord. You're not. You weren't. You are not the word. The old Lord. You are the Lord. 
and you're always going to be Lord. Amen. And I believe it. I receive it in the name of Jesus. I receive my healing from, put in whatever sickness you have, from, from diabetes, from high blood pressure, from knee pain, from arthritis, from migraines. We rebuke all of that in the name of Jesus. Every sickness, everything I didn't mention, we rebuke it in the name of Jesus. Receive your healing now in Jesus' name. Amen. So I hope you enjoyed this broadcast. Please share. Please share this with someone else so that they can be blessed. Amen. As the word of God is always a blessing. Amen. And never forget. He said, I am the Lord that heals you. God bless you.